forever. Dog. So this is what you need to do, Brett. And I already asked you to contact Sir Paul, and I assume you have not. Oh no, I've I've, I've had multiple emails out to out to Sir Paul as as yet unresponded to. Did um, you tell him I'm vegan? Oh, she's vegan, eh? <laughs> oh, she's vegan. I'll do the show. Be nice to talk to a fellow vegan. <laughs> hey, Julie. I heard you're <gasps> a vegan. Oh my god, if Paul That means McCartney. when there's meat, you'll do no eating. I would die if Sir Paul wrote a song about me. Remember that chicken isn't for you, but you can chew on a pile of Satan. Patty Chayefsky was short for. Um, what? Paddy Paddington Chayefsky. Wait, he's related to Paddington. No, it just has the same name. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. Lo- first names are. And he loved marmalade. the The whole the first draft of Network was like. This marmalade is madness. <laughs> this marmalade is delicious, and I am gonna take some anymore. If you find you want some marmalade and you can't go to your window and yell, I'd like some marmalade, please. <laughs> and then at the end, they they shoot him. Instead of shooting him, they just throw a jar of marmalade at him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I'm happy now. And he just sits down and starts <laughs> scooping it out like Winnie the Pooh. Have Winnie the Pooh and marmalade ever hung out? Lady marmalade? No, she would be... Not in this pick, not at this, not invited to this picnic. Bon, no, 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 no. Pink. Bon, no, 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 no. Winnie the Pooh. Bon, no, 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 no. Lil Kim. Bon, no, 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 no. Eeyore. Paddington. Oh, Eeyore? <laughs> We're just mixing No, Eeyore's the one. Eeyore's the one that's like this part of the park is not designated for a picnic. Yeah. Eeyore would be like a Karen. Eeyore is a total Karen and also Squidward is a Becky. I tell you, I am so sick of these Karens. They are. (laughs) I just, I'm going to look, if I could just have the floor for one second, I know we have fun on this show, Sometimes, but I just got to say, we got to be serious sometimes when it comes to these Karens enough is enough. Yeah. Knock it off, Karens. Yeah, some of these Karen videos I watch are just mentally ill people being insane. <laughs> They're just like, look at this Karen. And she's just throwing tin cans at ambulances, yeah. screaming that like, like this person needs help. I know. Yeah. This is not a Karen <laughs> it's situation. Like, you know what? That the movie The Fisher King is just about a bunch of Karens. Oh, Robin Williams is kind of the ultimate, the Karen, ultimate Karen in that movie. And Jeff Bridges is kind of a Chad. <laughs> I never liked that movie, Fisher King. I bet Brett. 
<laughs> I bet Brett does. Brett, well, is there Brett a British person it, in it? Call, No, Brett calls himself the Fisher King. Yeah, that's right. Brett does call himself the Fisher King. The Fish Spatula King. Is there a, um, is there a British man in it? Acting tough? I mean, I mean, the closest is, you know, directed by Terry Gilliam, who is British adjacent. So that's about as close. Yeah. Well, you he know. he says things like lift and mm-hmm. lorry. Is it lorry? Is that a truck? Well, it's important that we get on the lorry. <laughs> Wait, if lorry lift. means truck, is Chuck Lorry's name Chuck Truck? Oh, my God. Chuck <laughs> Truck. <laughs> and, that, and also, is is that Cockney for something? Chuck Truck. Yeah. He, he was hit by a Chuck. Tr- he was chipped by, I don't know. Is run down by a Chuck Truck. Is ju- is run over by a two and a half men creator. He was busy writing a title card at the end, a little bit of a of screen. Bob Art Abby Shola. I heard Bob. By the way, I heard Bob marries Abby Shola. Don't ruin it for me yet. <laughs> I'm not caught up. I'm not I caught saw, up. I, it's not a spoiler. They showed it in the freaking pre- uh, preview. I'm not caught up. I avoided the previews. Because I knew they were going to tell me what happened with Bob and Abishola. Now I don't have to watch. He still loves her. No, no, I still will watch. I like I like watching Bob love Abishola. I'm holding out for Abishola divorces Bob. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it's so funny to me. Uh-huh. That's the spinoff. <laughs> Abishola divorces Bob. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> And she like takes him down. Yeah. She doxes him. Yeah. She knows his social security number. Hey, Julie. What's up? Welcome to Double Threat. I say to you, welcome to Double Threat. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. This is a show we do every week where it's comedy titan Julie Klausner. And, and and humor legend Tom Sharpling, and we team up with with our uh, our uh, with, with the Fisher King, with the Fisher King, our beloved multi multi talented a hyphen it. Yeah, he's a he's a multi hyphen it. That's how much of a hyphen it he is. He's got multiple hyphens. I think I'm a multi multi hyphen it. All right, what are you easy. talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, when the hyphens get so, when there's so many, multi-hyphenate mm-hmm. doesn't quite accommodate, yeah, doesn't we, quite, isn't adequate enough anymore. Again, so. again, we might as well just list what you can't do. It would be faster to just admit you what you don't do for the show. An M dash when you put two hyphens together. Yeah. So this guy, Brett, holds it down like a champ. And the the three, the three is the magic the three number. Amigos. The three amigos. By the way, has anybody photoshopped Selena Gomez's face into the Three Amigos outfit? Because they re- they ostensibly replaced Chevy Chase with her. When you think about it on that show. No, I would like that. I think Selena Gomez is very funny. Well, you're in luck. Because she's in your basement right now. <laughs> she's in my basement right now. Well, that just yeah. like, I would not say that sounds lucky. That sounds like I'm about to get uh, arrested yeah. for something I didn't do. She's in your basement and your cop and the cops are in your driveway. Oh no, I swear I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with this. Mm. 
Well, that's not what your that's not what your handwriting and fingerprints say. Look, I I apologize to everybody. I swear I will clear my name. Only sharplings in the prison. We have an episode of Double Threat to do today. And you gave us very you said that there was going to be a, a fun episode where we watch clips, right? For sure. Yes. Yeah. But the old clips episode. Yeah. But is there a larger anything to this? You were you were inferring something. Is there a through line to any of this or did that not Brett, happen? What are what yeah. are we doing on the show today, Brad? I'm going to give you let me give you a breakdown. Let me give you a, a preview of coming attractions. Yeah, give us a um, breakdown of what today's yeah. show is going to be. Yeah. We uh, showed up knowing nothing and we have nothing prepared. Yeah. So I I have three clips. Um Ooh. I have three clips coming up. Um three sort of, you know, yeah, three clips and I went in, I was like, let me, I don't want to go and I don't want this to be a self-fulfilling prophecy where I come in with a theme. I was like, let my, let my, I'm gonna let my subconscious take over. I'm just going to choose clips and then kind of interpret like what was the theme here. Um, and I think it's pretty clear, you know, not surprising. I've got parenting on the brain. I've got, I've got, you know, um, being a, a new dad on the brain because these three clips all have something to do with, uh, with parenting, with parents and kids. Uh, I think you're going to like them. There's a lot of fun. Okay. I'm going to give you in, in typical double threat fashion. We're going to go into the pits of hell. And then we're also going to go to the highest echelons of, 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 you know, happiness that the internet provides. We're going to go to the, 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 the bottom and the top. Uh, so I've got a real roller coaster of clips coming your way. We also have some breaking exclusive, um, uh, 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 uh political news, a uh, double threat. I don't think we've ever broken a story on double threat before, but, but I have a, a big exclusive too. Uh, that we have to break at some point. Um, and then I also got like a really mysterious package in the mail as well. Uh, so let, let, let's hear this news flash. Let me see if, let's see if we can guess the news flash. Well, sure. I know what it is. Overturn the 2020 election. Trump's president again. Um, no, that's not, that's not it. Did that happen too? No, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Oh, oh God, got it, got it. No, no, no. That, 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 um, that's not the, that's not the news. No, but, but you're close. You're getting in the I was ballpark. talking to my friend about it. And he said it was very close happening my friend mike that's the QAnon guy no no my friend mike he's a the small, pillow, the he's, pillow yes, guy yeah, he owns a small business um he's just a small business owner nice guy blue shirts where's a fair amount of blue shirts what's in those pillows people my <laughs> pillows are made out of people uh Soylent Green is made out of people. Soylent uh, Green is Soylent Green is made out of pillows. Soylent Green is made out of pillows. <laughs> yeah, I preferred it when it was made out of people. To be honest, these pillows <laughs> these pillows don't taste very good. Soylent White is made out of pillows. pillows. Soylent White, Mike Lindell. White, and it's about a world in which Mike Lindell is the president and everybody's to eat pillows. So here's a movie we're pitching. It's Mike <laughs> Lindell is president. His first lady the- is Gina Carano. And they- and it's in 10 years from now and there's no food and water and it's everything's dystopian, real bad. Dystopian future because of what Biden did with everything. Biden ruined all of the things. Vaccine has just a all the Wiped people that took out. the vaccine are an army of robot slaves now. Uh, and all the animals are dead. 
con- controlled by the chips that were injected into them. The only people that can stop the uh, the uh, robot zombie army are Mike Lindell, Mike Gina Carano, and Jason Isaacs from the yes. Orlando Magic, one of the players who won't get the vaccine. Journeyman, journeyman NBA and player. Annabelle and Annabelle the doll. And Annabelle the doll. And Annabelle the doll. They're looking we, around the table. Do you want us to keep talking or will you give us money yet? So you are you buying this or what? We'll keep talking. Anyway, people <laughs> eat food. It's white. It's fluffy. Everyone's like, whoa, this food tastes bad. And one day they find out it's pillows. Can we have our money now? Yes, we would really like our money, please. We need our money. Then we got to California on our own. Then a my pillow van crashes through the wall, the meeting. <laughs> I want my money too. He comes out with a pillow. He's wearing just a pillow. <laughs> and it's not even like on his genitals. No, it's over his head. He's nude except for a pillow over his oh, head. Wait, speaking of things over your head, Brett, what are you doing tweeting about Leatherface when you have a newborn in the house? Yeah, I don't You're like watching, that at like, all. What's going on over there? Oh, What's guys, I really, I got so motivated when I by this movie this week. I really. What just, are you it, talking about? You shouldn't be motivated, motivated by Leatherface. What are you going to do? Start butchering up people, bonking them on the heads, and hanging them on meat hooks? Yeah, this you're is a this guy. Six months ago, this guy was like, "Yeah, I'm not on Twitter." Fast forward, he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I watched. I showed my, I showed my, my three week old uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre." Leatherface rules going on yeah it's not and motivating what are you talking what does that mean nothing he good he didn't show his three week old Texas we didn't watch Chains it together they were in you different did rooms. you watched they, it together no we did not no we did no, not watch it together different rooms i uh, he wouldn't follow it anyway I could go deep on this, Julie. I don't think you want me to go deep on this. I, I could, or do you want the, just the, the, I mean, I just. I, I'm more interested in what your state of mind is. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I appreciate that. So you're more concerned about me than my take on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, well, I mean, I mean, are they the same? They, they go hand in hand. They go hand What's in hand. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> um, I was just, I was just like, so I've been on a big horror movie binge lately, watching a lot of horror movies. And um uh, I think it does have something to do with being a parent because I've been I've been very into like oh, just no. worst case scenario things mm-hmm. like my mind is very attuned to like just I'm very attuned to like horrible things happening because for some reason my, that's where my mind is going. Like but all leather, the I will say this. Scenarios. I will say this. Leatherface took care of his family. Yeah. Put food on the table it's like Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump looks like Leatherface and only works with his family members. His hair is not too dissimilar from Leatherface's in a strange way. He does look like Leatherface. Yeah, looks like he looks like Pleatherface. Ple- <laughs> you just you wipe him down with some Windex. <laughs> Put the he plastic slammed. on. Oh, you can't you can't sit on that couch. That's for company. Ugh. That's the Pleatherface couch. So what's the deal, Brett? What's okay, connecting so you to this? I just, uh, I've watched a lot of horror movies, but this one in particular was just like, it was just like a, a, a shot of adrenaline. I just felt so alive after seeing this movie. And the reason is because I've just been, I've been, I've just gotten really burned out on just like this sort of Marvel, Star Wars, comedy, this big sort of franchise movie world we live in now. And it's fine. If you like those movies, more power to you. I'm really not knocking them. This is just a very personal thing. I just got, and I watch those movies. I like them well enough, but 
I just got very burned out on that. And then I watched this. I put this movie on. I'd never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre before. I put this. Oh, you movie had on. it. You never, never seen it. it. Never seen it. First oh. time I've ever seen it. And you're a guy from the south. Is it? Is it? Is it okay to call you a guy from Georgia's the south? Of course. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm from Georgia. I think. Yeah. I think it's a seminal southern. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom, I, what were you gonna say? Oh, was I gonna say? I was to say, yeah. Brett is a proud uh, son of Dixie. Dixie land. <laughs> well, well. Well, I mean, not like that. I don't mean it like that. I just mean from the south. Yeah, I'm from the South, which is a very conflicted experience, but I, I'm proud of being from the South. And my wife is from Texas. So, uh, oh. and I love, I like, it was a movie that I just like, the the imagery of it and everything just had always like terrified me to my yes. core, which always prevented me yes. from seeing it. But I was like, let me just give this thing a go. And I love like, a, like I love the Southern Gothic aesthetic. So that Im- immediately kind of brought me in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like the fact that these, you know, this like no like low budget, no budget filmmaking, no recognizable stars, and they just crush this movie. It is like mm-hmm. it is yeah. there's such precision to it, there's such a mastery to it. It is just like a, a great horror movie. It doesn't have any cliches. Like the, the the introduction of Leatherface is is terrifying for how sort of quick and anticlimactic it is. Like there's so many good moves in it. And uh I just loved every second of it. And it was just this breath of fresh air of like some some kids out in Texas making a movie for no money that's better than any fucking thing coming out of Hollywood these days. So, oh, so listen I, to that you know, time. You see how mad he got. It's, it's so like, I was just, I was just like, I felt alive. Moment. This is Brett's network moment. Yeah. If you want to see, yell out your window. Wow, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, less Avengers. People were like, what? <laughs> what am I yelling out the window? More what? You, if you're fed a- up and you can't take any more, go to your window and yell out more Texas Chainsaw Massacre, less Avengers. And then he looks across the street. Martin Scorsese is the only guy with his head out the window screaming. He's out the window Martin. yelling. You actually, you know, when I saw King Vidor's uh, Duel in the Sun was actually one of the big ones that made the big, biggest impression on me. I saw it at the Rialto on 42nd Fred, Street. And Fred's like, shorter. Say things that are yeah. shorter than that. If you agree with Martin Scorsese, but you wish he didn't. Takes so long to say things. Say, hey, I like what you're saying, but you got to say it faster. <laughs> you hear a siren and be like, we've got a couple of noise yeah. complaints, sir. What a baby's crying. So, yeah. So you're so you appreciated you, you were inspired by the 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 rough and tumble spirit with which the yes. movie was made, not with the message of the movie. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to be okay. clear. I was not Let's inspired clarify. by the character of Leatherface. Yeah, that's why uh, I wanted. In a literal fashion, I was inspired by the, the filmmaking. Well, I'll just make sure you're not just like, boy, I really got a really got a sense of focus now. Really, some ti- I got some tips and tricks as like a as a as a home cook. Yeah, Brett will be doing TED talks. Like, listen, listen, he they it, he stood his ground. They were on his property, and Leatherface really. Takes oh care of business in his own way. Does that make sense? Does that make are sense? You with if, me? I, if I say something that's very simple, yeah. that, does that make sense? I'm gonna say, AKA, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say, like, did you, are you, that's, did that make sense? Means, are you still listening to me? What we're proposing is that you get a chainsaw and <laughs> you defend your property and that you put yourself and your family first and the laws of society go out the window. Does that make sense? And teenagers are for dinner. Does that make sense? Are you with me on this? Can you follow this? And leftovers are also for lunch. Does that make sense? I remember seeing. I remember seeing a, a, a thing. I can't say what it was, 
but just a guy conducting one of those things that like a television launch thing. And he was just kept saying like, does that make sense? It's like, yeah, no, it, we can follow what this stupid app you're talking about is. It's about <laughs> watching television. Does that make sense? So we're hoping that this will be a kind of place where all of the shows can have a home and you can watch anything that you enjoy. It's all in one place. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> Imagine we, that guy. We have 18 of these already. Picturing that guy in bed. Does that make sense? <laughs> He's like touching you. Does that make sense? Are you with me? <laughs> Who's your favorite in the Leatherface family? Mama, Papa, Baby, or Grandpa? <sighs> Lots of Leatherfaces to choose from. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I look. This is a, this is this is a, a you know the obvious answer. But I, I, I mean, I got to go to Leatherface himself. I mean, he's the he's the missing he's the he is, is is in a way the sort of scapegoat and the black sheep of the family. Yeah. And he's the only one that shows any measure of being conflicted by what he's doing. Leatherface is like is kind of you, you you get an indication that he is sort of he doesn't fully know what he's doing and he's sort of tortured by the 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 implications of it. Whereas everybody else is a little more sadistic and sort of. Um, aware of what they're doing. Uh, so the rest of the family can go to hell, but I, I, I like, wow. I, no, I got a soft spot. I got a soft wow. spot for Leatherface. Mm. Wow. Why you want? La, la, hey, Tom, la, have la, you? Leatherface. Leatherface, right? Me, I got Leatherface. He's coming with me with his chainsaw. Leather, Leatherface. La 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 leather face. Tom. Yes. You seen this flick? I've got a leather face and I was born this way. <laughs> my, God makes my, no my, God makes no mistakes my, except for leather face. My my Lady Gaga leather face medley. It's good. But tell me you wouldn't if suddenly she came out, she's like, and suddenly it's like you're seeing her in concert. You're like, finally, we're back at concert. Suddenly, like, boom, 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 boom. And she comes out, the face. And then people were like, and then at the end, people were like, she never did the songs normally. She changed the words to all of them. And then she brings out poor Tony Bennett. Yeah. It don't mean a thing if it ain't Leatherface. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to ask me about? about have, you, have you seen this flick? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So once when I was a young person, and I will never see it again. It upset me so much. Yeah. It spooked me hard. Young, like under 13? No, young, like in my teens. Still yeah. way too much. It's it got it's me very scary. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Henry have a portrait of a serial killer, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to Jimmy Glick now. Yeah. <laughs> of like the most violent horror movie. Tom, have you seen Last House on the Left recently? No, I haven't, Tom? Jiminy. I... Tom, what about audition? Oh my Tom? god, you're really going for it, huh? <laughs> With What's that? I spit on your grave. You missed that one. No, that one's not as bad. No, there's a certain brand of horror that I just can't go back to. Mm -hmm. 
What you like? Um, ghosties and ghoulies. Well, what do you like? I, I the thing that scares me the most is like Halloween. Just the idea of some oh, yeah. jerk walking down the street with a mask and a knife. It's the most simple thing, and it's the scariest thing ever. How about an M ninety five and a vaccine? Well, the vaccine is the most scary thing ever, to be honest. And I, uh, it is the scariest knife. One, we just two, don't know what's in it. We don't know thing. what's in it. We don't know what's in. You know what? I don't know what's in the coffee I'm drinking. I don't know what that is, really. It's I guess it's coffee, like beans that were they did something to. I don't know. It's pillows. It's just more pillows. I don't pay attention to how anything's made. Why would suddenly one (laughs) thing I'm gonna start to get very specific? How much do I need to Venmo you to run into Starbucks and just start screaming that all the drinks are made out of pillows? (laughs) These drinks are made out of pillows. Brett, These drinks are made out of pillows. Did Amy watch Texas Chainsaw with you? Uh, no, no, I watched that one. I watched that one by myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I could have called home. that one. I could have called is, that one. Was she in the next room, being like, "Hush, little baby, don't say yeah. a word. I'm gonna buy you a mockingbird." In the next room. door, you hear like. <laughs> 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 That woman mm. screaming in the back of the truck. That girl. That poor yeah. girl. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, speaking a- of uh, confronting your your deepest fears, I saw. Um, uh, everybody should go back. By the way, this is a great month to go back and revisit our our episode with uh, with uh, Phil Nobile from Fangoria, where we did a deep dive in horror movies. This would be the time to go back and, and relist on mm-hmm. that episode. But I don't know if uh, do you guys remember? I don't expect you to remember this, but do you remember in that uh, episode when I said like my deepest fear in movies was home invasion? That home yes. invasion movies. Yes. Uh, so I saw that uh, I am not. I thought I thought I was being pranked, uh, but I I follow the Criterion Channel on Twitter, and I saw uh, yesterday that they came out with this playlist. Uh, on the Criterion channel that's just called Home Invasion. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 19 oh, films. On. Criterion, what's going on over Don't there? Don't worry, we got all of them. All 19. So, I, I like that Criterion has to up the ante where HBO Max is like, okay, let's just do things with, you know, Frankensteins. Or- look, at, look at Brett's continue watching, Julie. <laughs> Don't. King of New York. Yeah. Big Sleep. Last Seduction. The Robert Mitchum Big last Sleep. Seduction. The Robert Mitchum last remake. Sed- last Seduction. I could not get through. I really tried to like it. Yeah. King of New York is intense. A lot of I love the tampons. Uh, that yeah. scene with the tampons. Lawrence Fishburne line. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Abel Ferrara, New York legend. New York legend. So there's a home. Inv- <laughs> I really do appreciate. I love Criterion so much. And I love how they like separate themselves from the pack of other streamers by having a home invasion theme for the October. Yeah. As opposed to like, it's time to do the monster bash here at Disney plus. Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office hours live recorded another episode live it was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now.
Now, so you put together a bunch of clips today, Brett, that have to do with something that families. we have to guess what the theme is. Yeah, sorry, I, gave, I, right. I think I gave up the theme. Yeah, it, sorry. You told yeah. us it was family. Brett, I'm you were sorry. supposed to put a theme together. I'm no fun. I'm sorry. God. I'm really, really. But then why are you wearing a Hawaiian shirt? If you're no fun, how come you look like the White Lotus opening credits? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look like you got. You look like you got the White Lotus. Opening credits got struck by lightning and came to life. Julie, I gotta, I gotta ask honestly, have you been sitting on that all episode or did that just no, come to you? No, no, it just, just came, came to That's just how I listen. I got a crazy <laughs> brain. That's how my crazy brain works. We all have patterns I today. Look I at don't that. sit on nothing. I don't sit on nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing is a chance to hatch. If there's an egg underneath me, it's gonna be smashed. Look at all what? of our patterns, Julie, of like mm-hmm. a leopard print today yep i have yep. a floral shirt on and brett's mm-hmm. got a hawaiian shirt on and brett has all the cast of white lotus is hiding in his shirt mm-hmm. they're peeking armand is peeking behind one of those palm fronds first of all how much ketamine did that kid those kids get their hands on were they the drug lords <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, i got a giant the- bag full of ketamine for two for two teenagers yeah. Don't worry. I have $9,000 worth of ketamine, enough for yeah. five adults to party for right. a week straight. Enough enough to derail a middle, like a middle-aged guy's yeah. entire life. Yeah. This middle-aged, clearly expert drug user yeah. has half the hotel staff in his office doing ketamine all night long for right. n- for days at a time. For a week. Yeah. and. And I, th- well, it just seems like we need to befriend more teenagers. What if we have more and more shows of those? Remember when we had different generations, but we mm-hmm. only have teenagers and it's just like our first questions are like, do you have any ketamine? Yeah. Hey, you seriously, you got any ketamine? First question. Uh, what's it like? Um, I don't know. Uh, going to school. Do you have any ketamine? Yeah. If you were to have ketamine on you, where would you have it? <laughs> can, can I have some? If you Oh, look, never mind. Just a stupid question. Just does does that make mind. sense? Does that if, make sense? Never mind. Some ketam- <laughs> if you had ketamine and there was enough to share, uh, oh, never mind. That's stupid. I'm <laughs> sorry. I never mind. It's a stupid question. I shouldn't even have asked it. I, I shouldn't have even asked this. Never. I mind. feel so stupid. I feel so stupid. No, don't feel stupid. Yeah. What was the question? Oh, I well, shouldn't. No, never. Mind. It's just it's stupid. It's just like if you. I was wondering. No, no, like, no. Go ahead. No, 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 I can't. It's a stupid question. Just forget it. Forget it. I'm I'm literally begging you. Okay, I was going to ask if you had ketamine and you had enough to share, <laughs> would it be possible? Uh, never mind. I'm not even going to no, ask. No, no, finish. Finish the sentence. Finish the no, sentence. I was going to ask. Speak your truth. Speak if your truth. If you had ketamine <laughs> and you had enough to go around for more people, like, say, me. And me. Would really? you consider letting me buy from you or give me or whatever it is buy some of your never mind i'm not gonna i can't <laughs> oh, come on just question. finish the sentence I, I, can't just finish. Do it. I, I feel like what i feel like i know what you're trying to say but it doesn't make sense yet oh it's fine i mean i look i'm cool do you want, I'm some, good. Ke- do you want some ketamine yes i do okay <laughs> yes what's your address and then you have to list your but it's a live episode so you have to give your address yeah. in here I was listening to this Rick Ross audio book. Um, that's right. Um, how many Rick Ross audio books do you think I've listened to in my life, Julie? A, zero. B, one. C, two. 
two. That's correct. Um, I was listening to his latest audio book that unfortunately he does not read, but um, in the book, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I, my, it was truly jaw dropping. He's talking about if you get a business going and you want to mm-hmm. get, you got to get your stuff out there and get it to be, it was like, you can send me the stuff. He goes, if you put, got a clothing line, I'm a two XL, send me your stuff. You can figure out where I live. I got the most famous house in all of Georgia, the former Evander Holyfield residence. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know you where can that see is, Brett? Oh, you yeah, know you where it is? You used to be able to see it from the plane coming into uh, Hartsfield Jackson. Really? And then, but, but, Holyfield's mansion. Yeah. But then he says, he says, you can find the address. He goes, you know what? I don't care. Here's the address. And he really? says the address. This is a, he says the address, 1741 Evander Holyfield Way, blah, 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 blah. Send it. I'll get it. It's the craziest thing imaginable that, really that a cool. guy gave his That's home so address great. on his audio book. That's terrific. I loved it. Um, That's awesome. Speaking of awesome. Speaking of awesome. Speaking of awesome. Uh, speaking of awesome, this is awesome. This is the first. I mean, th- this this item came across the Double Threat News Desk this week, and I was like, wow, we got, in the, we got an actual exclusive here. We're the only, as far as I know, the only media outlet that has this right now. Um, uh, and it has to do with this, this, this news item that came up last week. Uh, 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 Trump's Music Man is the headline. Trump's Music Man. Uh, this was something a lot of people were talking about, and it comes from a. Uh, there's another, you know, tell-all book coming out next week. Uh, this one by uh, former press secretary Stephanie Grisham is writing her tell-all. Uh, you might remember she was the press secretary that never gave uh, a single uh, press briefing. Uh, was her was her? Uh, yeah, she was. She was one who who did a lot of damage, and now is is a stool pigeon mm-hmm. on the same administration that buttered her bread. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, trying to, to to separate herself from the from the the the, the train wreck of the uh, I mean the whole administration, but really the final days that she was there for. Um, and so she's got her book coming out uh, next week. And one of the you know they, they they publish these excerpts ahead of time. And one of the excerpts that that uh, got a lot of attention was that um, Trump's handlers uh, uh, they they had a a, a a White House official that they called the Music Man. Um, Do you know about this, Tom? Have you heard this? Have you heard this, Tom? Tom, have you heard about this? I think I've heard it referenced. I don't know the full story. So the music man's job was that whenever Trump flew into a rage and was just was just couldn't be uh, reasoned with or couldn't be uh, talked to or 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 calmed down, whenever he flew into one of his classic rages, uh, they would get the music man to come in and the music man would play some of Trump's favorite show tunes. Uh, he was essentially a DJ, so he you would come in. Don't know about this, Tom. You really this didn't is hear about na- this. This is this is. I, I think I was putting two and two together, but I miss. I did not put it together correctly. Do you know from what two what I, of the you know what two of the songs were? No, I, this is new to me. Okay, this is true. Let me see if I can guess. Okay. Sex and candy. I wrote sex and candy. Yeah, who's that knocking? Yeah, mama, that surely was a thing. Trump's like, I feel better. After Mercy Playground, I always feel a little better. Yeah. So what was the what were the songs? All right. So the confer the one confirmed song in the excerpt is Memory from Cats was like the number one go to. Uh, I can't put- believe you didn't know this, Tom. This was such no. a big well, maybe it was a big story in my community. Okay. Music Man would put Memory from Cats on. That would usually do the trick. If friggin' Satellite of Love was on it, you would have known. Midnight 
not a sound from the pavement. Has the moon lost its memory? Is she smiling alone? And he would calm down. Yeah, suddenly he would just go, uh. Okay, so that would calm him down. Yeah. You know the uh, you know another Memory, one. Well, the uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the, it's also believed that uh, "Music of the Night" from Family of the Opera was on the list because that was a very uh, common song during his campaign stops. You know that, that was one, on the Tom? that was on the campaign playlist. Do you know that one, Tom? Is that the one that's like "Touch Me, Look Out"? <laughs> I'm the madman with the mask, and I'm out. Brett. To break into your this, house. This is better than what we prepared. And play the music of the night. I'm the madman with the mask. <laughs> I'm a phantom if you ask. Here I come through your window. Some home invasion. Gonna break in and scare the crap out of Brett Boehm. <laughs> Oh no, I don't know that song other than It's like Touch Me is the only part I knew. <laughs> Does he go touch me? Is in, is, well that's in memory also. Touch me. It's so easy. That one. Music of the night goes like this. Goes like this. Time sensation. Yes, Brett, keep going. This imagination. Silently, the senses abandon their defenses. Put a baseball cap over half your face. <laughs> Yes, yes, the yes. The phantom's please. getting angry. <laughs> the phantom's getting hungry. The phantom <laughs> wants a panini. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Phantom of the Panini Hut. I mean, it's a song about giving into your darkest impulses is the theme of the okay. song. So it, it feels like that might that probably had a place on the playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but those are the only two songs that uh, that that are that are confirmed. Uh, but then lo and behold, uh, Double Threat got access to the rest of the Music Man's playlist. This is just very exciting. Say, this just is... say what really happened, Brett. Just say what All right. really happened. I emailed Julie last night and I said, hey, can you, <laughs> can you, can you come up with the rest of what you think okay. the Music Man's playlist right. was? Okay. <laughs> and she put together a hell. I think this is actually accurate, though. That's why I was doing okay. the whole you know routine. Because sure. yeah. I think this is probably it. This is probably it's, spot it's on. It's definitely it. It's definitely it. So what's the first song on it? So let's take a look. Here is here is what is probably on the rest of the Music Man's playlist. Okay. Let's see. Oh, the first is Shapoopy from the Music Man. Okay. Do you know this one? No. This is a bop. This is a straight up bop. She's your Shapoopy. 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 The girl is hard to get. Shapoopy. 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 I could do. Look, I don't have a Broadway voice, obviously, but I do have a 
I could do the. <laughs> I could be that guy in a Broadway thing. The one guy's be like, shapoopy, shapoopy, nothing we can hardly get. Like just sound super. All right, we need you to sound as masculine as humanly. Like no, mm-hmm. like there's never been this much masculinity in any human ever that we can hardly get. <laughs> The whole cast starts to cry, and then the director has to come out and say, Tom, you need to... Take it down a few pegs. That we can hardly get! (laughs) When they're just so tough. Let me hear a little bit of that background singing again, please, Brad. (laughs) Shaboopy, shaboopy, shaboopy. The girl is hard to get. Shaboopy, shaboopy, shaboopy. The girl is hard to get. It's like... It's the most aggressive thing you've ever heard. And that's like the most Broadway thing ever. That you can hardly get. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I'm at the show. I'm apologizing to the cast. Well, the backup chorus are yelling at me. The one guy was up front singing all about you poopy. And then these other people came and just started screaming at me. That you can hardly get. Sorry, what did I do wrong? <laughs> so what else is on the playlist? <laughs> well, the next one is from Cabaret. Have you okay. seen you've seen the movie, right? I have seen Cabaret, it's a yes. Very erotic song oh, that Joel yes. Gray sings about a menage a trois <laughs> that I imagine um, Mr. Trump, our greatest president. Um <laughs> I imagine that he would go on the, well, I was going to say he would go on the elliptical, but I don't think we have any evidence of him like exercising. I don't mean to not exercise shame him, but because some of these songs would like pump you up if you were working out. Look, Trump, Trump had a very specific, all, all kidding aside, had a very specific philosophy about exercise that he feels that people are like batteries and that if they, he does not believe in like health making you stronger. He thinks you're expending the the one energy source you have that you're going to run yourself down to zero. Like he's 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 right. that he so has he said that he wouldn't exercise. No, he doesn't exercise because he thinks that the body is like a battery that can run out of juice. So maybe he just lay down on his bed. Um, spread eagle in his in his suit and just listen to two ladies. Well, I like I, I really like Shapoopy and two ladies as the uh, first two because I think when you're trying to calm Trump down, the first thing and I've noticed this with my baby when he's crying, the first step is always distraction. You know, you can't mm-hmm. go to like you can't change the mindset right away. You got to first distract and then you change the mindset. So I think Shapoopy and two ladies are great starters because they kind of like they disorient you a little bit and you're kind of like what are they? What's you know? There's a lot of sounds. There's a lot of kind of uh, you know, there's a lot going on in these songs. So right, th- and then in the third one, this is um, this is a song from Sweeney Todd from Act Two, and in Sweeney Todd, there's an evil character that had kidnapped Sweeney Todd's daughter and raised her as his own, mm-hmm. and he is falling in love with her and finds himself sexually attracted to her and decides to marry her, even though mm-hmm. she's kind of his adopted daughter, and this song I believe is cut from the show but they kept it on the original cast recording okay. and in it this is Judge Turpin singing about how he lusts after Joanna while he's whipping himself have you ever heard this Tom the stuff they're doing on Broadway 
culpa, mea máxima culpa, mea máxima, máxima culpa. Hell is yeah, this was definitely on the list. This was definitely on the list. Me. Release me. Forgive me. Restrain me. Evade me. This one, they just bathe the Oval Office in red light, too, for this mm -hmm. one. how he feels about Ivanka. So suddenly a woman. The light the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It penetrates your You ever listen to Scott Walker? No, is it like this? Brad, hit pause, please. I, for reference. No, no, point. wait, no, he's gonna hold on. He's gonna start whipping himself. Oh, okay. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. wait I don't wait. wanna miss this. Watch you from the window. What's going on with Scott Walker? What's the Scott Walker? Scott thing? Walker was a singer, and he sang, he was in a group called the Walker Brothers that sang "The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore." Like they like had songs like that. Play yeah. something from the from the album. Uh, Look for the album uh, Tilt, please, Brett. Oh, this is ominous. Do I hear 21, 21, oh boy. 21. Oy, oy, oy. I'll give you 21. This kind of sounds like Yom Kippur. This kind of sounds like Kol Nidre when the cantor is doing his thing. Is this an auction? It's like the slowest auction ever. Mm -hmm. Do I hear 22? He's, he's a, he was a really bad auctioneer, Scott Walker. He never raised the price. We sold three things the whole afternoon because he took so long. Sotheby's is furious. So just that's all it I want to do. It does sound like Joanna. It does sound like it. Yeah. I'm just Sounds saying this good. is like. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of new Scott Walker. It's kind of the weird stuff. And you're just like, yeah, so it sounds like a Broadway show. I well, like it's that, not that any millions Broadway. of people know. You like Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I do. All right. Next. Next is the song that you know, but you always make up your own lyrics to. The greatest magicians have something to learn from Mr. Mistopheles pondering and we all say, oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so clever at magical myths. Why are they doing different words? <laughs> is this like an alternate version or something? He is black from the ears to the tip of his tail. He can creep through the tiniest crack. He can walk on the narrowest. Now Trump's having fun. He's cracking open a Diet Coke. Yeah, I think Trump's cracking open his... He's always Diet Coke and he's creeping around his hotel room like hiding behind So this is like Ooh, fish paste like ivermectin mm -hmm. yeah. with a spoon of horse paste What's the question Tom? I was going to say um, the only thing I can ask Brett also I'm going to send a, a, a link here if you could just play this um because this is all I can think about. I'm going to I'm doing it from a different computer so I'm going to email it to you real quick. Faces of death. 
No. Don't email Brett Faces of Death. I won't. No, he he's probably watched it already. I was watching this Faces week. of Death. This week. He's yeah. like, Criterion's got the craziest lineup. You're like, that's not Criterion, yeah, Brett. Brett. That's and then you look and it's like he has a thing called Brettterion. That's just like <laughs> it's just MP4s that he downloaded yeah. from like BitTorrent. Click on the Brettterion app. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's like Oh my god, this is so animals on wheels. In a zoo can be very sad. People stare at you and make you mad. Oh, how I wonder what they would do if animals stared at them like they were in a zoo. How do you like it? Gladys, now's our chance. Let's get out of here. The, that would be that would be me at cats. Okay, Gladys, now's our chance. What's we can the get- line where he's like, hey Gladys, is he a giraffe? <laughs> when he's like, I'm a giraffe. Yeah, that, I'm yeah. a giraffe. Hey Gladys. Yeah. yeah. Is that so funny in that? Bob Elliott is the greatest. Um next next track, Brett. Yeah, let's see. What do we got next? Uh, so the next one is I've never saw this. I have very few regrets. Actually, I have a lot. One is never seeing Susicle the musical on Broadway. This is Oh the Thinks You Can Think from Susicle the Musical. After all of those years being stuck on a page, did you ever imagine you'd see me on stage? Now I'm here. There's no telling what may ensue. No, there's no telling what. But I'll give you a clue. Oh, the things you can think. Oh, the things you can think. If you're willing to try. Think invisible ink. Or a gink with a stink. Or a stare to the sky. If you open your mind. Oh, the things you will find. Lining up to get loose. Oh, the things you can think when you think about Sue. Yeah, that's a song. <laughs> Do you think he says Trump for Seuss? Like he puts his own, like he inserts his own name in the song? I don't know. I feel pretty run down spiritually right now. <laughs> give me another. Give me two more. Two do, more good do, um, 76 trombones. Well, I know that one. I would hope so. One you big, played, uh, I was one of the you 76. Played, you played Harold. No, you were. You played Harold Hill. I was trombone right. 53 in my okay. local production, Music Man. Except ours was called Music, comma, Man. Oh, we added a comma in. We also swapped out this, the, the traditional score of the movie for, uh, we kind of went for uh, like just you blowing sleep. into a, a pa- it's the paper towel. Um, Something blown in paper towel roll. We had the band <laughs> Sleep play. We had uh, KG Hino came over uh, from 
did did some noise guitar. Um, Lydia Lydia Lunch did some spoken word. Lydia Lunch retrovirus performed. Uh, yeah, Jed we had Fair. Jad Fair, David Fair, the uh, reunited the uh, the eighty five uh, the fifty Scadillion Watts lineup of half Japanese for it. It was mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a great time back then. It was not as much of a traditional musical, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. But people liked it. The Eraserhead baby. The baby from Eraserhead fought the baby from uh, Nevermind on stage. Please, folks. It was very exciting. Attention, Attention, please. I can deal with the troubled friends with a wave of my hand, this very hand. Please observe me if you will. I'm Professor Harold Hill, and I'm here so to organize... Trump would say this in the mirror. I'm <laughs> Professor Harold Hill. Think, my friends, how can any I'm Professor Donald Trump. What a handful of trumpet players did to the famous fabled walls of Jericho. Oh, billiard parlor walls come a-tumbling down. Oh, a band will do it, my friends. Oh, yes, All it's right. a boys band. Do you hear me? I, said, I like that. I like Robert Preston a lot. Me too. He's a compelling, a compelling uh, entertainer. I would have hung. I would have loved to have hung out with him and Blake Edwards and yeah, Richard Mulligan and Julie Andrews when they were like having dinner parties. That would have mm-hmm. been fun. I think this is a great list, and I think it's probably exactly what the Music Man's playlist was. I'm going to put a link to this Spotify playlist in the show notes. So everybody should check it out for the full list. What song list. from Bye Bye Birdie would be on there, you think? For Trump, I would picture him doing, he would look over at Jared, he'd look over at Eric, and he'd be like, I gotta say, I'm so sick of these kids, right? Then Trump looks around, he sees all the kids are Don Jr. Right. driving them nuts. Kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. But then in the reprise, he sees the Proud Boys and he's like, nothing's the matter with kids today. And Gavin McGinnis comes in and goes, what's the matter with Don? I was trying to help you out, trying to overthrow the government. I spread lots of hate and even stormed the Capitol. (laughs) I would think it would be Ed Sullivan, but it would be like, Sean Hannity. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna be on Sean, Sean Hannity. Hannity. Sean we'll, Hannity. We'll be coast Sean, to coast Sean with our Han- favorite host. <laughs> now, Brett. Yes. Did you get anything in the mail? Oh man, you know what? I actually did uh, this week. It was uh, it was quite a shock. Um, I got a a package that was addressed um, uh, to Sandy to, to my son. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's already getting mail. Family, uh, you know, family. This is incredible. Um, you know, um, and let me just like let me let me take a peek inside, and see what's going on here. And uh, uh, at first, I opened it up and I was like, oh, I was like, is you know, is is uh, is Ted Kaczynski back in business? Because I see this, I see this scrawled uh, note on the inside. This sort of no one's you know, gonna unibomb your son. Note. A scrawled <laughs> note. You mean my handwriting? Ted, Ted 
Kaczynski yeah, take is not going to hurt you. And Tom has better handwriting than him. Yes. Well, then I took it. It was probably my eyesight because I took a second look and I was like, oh, no, it's, it's from Tom and Julie. This is the sweetest thing in the world. I can't believe they sent something to Sandy. This is this is so you nice. Know, we haven't opened it yet. And then, uh, well, uh, per the, I was about to just tear it open, you know, no, ravenously no, and no. see what was inside. No. I take a closer look at this at this writing and it says, uh, don't here, I'll read it here. Don't open these, these plural. There must be multiple gifts in here. Don't open these until we are on the air uh, recording. And please open in order. Uh, bless the both of you and your child, Tom and Julie. So very sweet, very sweet. I, I, I'm sorry for misjudging uh, what you know uh, okay. this. And, well, and it's very, very sweet. Okay. Well, do you want to open uh, number one? Gift yeah, number yeah. one? So let's, let's get in here. Um, and... Um, Let's see what we got going. And should say, I mean, should Sandy be present for this? I mean, are these for him? No, or? no, no. no. You can, you can, if okay, you okay. wake him up, I'll be so mad. Yeah. Imagine like, <laughs> wake up, wake up. I just didn't want to, you know, open his. his Amy his finally form, got okay. him down for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> wake up with the baby. All right. Open this first. So this is the first one. Okay. Opening the first one. It's in an, uh, sort of an envelope. Oh my gosh, this is great. This is amazing. Hold on, let me pull this out here. They're playing cards of naked ladies. This right? is this is truly sweet and extremely useful. Uh a, a very wow, thank you very okay. much. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank That's you. A, I can't believe I'm doing this on air. First Eric, thing um, is a gift card. Thank you very much. It's a gift card uh that um we will use uh, uh very yeah. uh, it will be very useful for us. Of thank course. you very much. Thank right, you very now much. go to number two, please. Number two. Okay, open the second. And hold number two up. To it the is a camera. gift card to Ozzy Media. It is. You oh, might no. want to be quick with that one. Can I transfer it to Lula Rich, maybe? Or is yes, that, uh, you okay, can print as many okay. Lula Row leggings Lula Row. for your babies. Lula yeah. Rich is the documentary. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, all right, second thing. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh wow! He's never gonna take this off. All right, this is this is incredible. This is, uh, <laughs> it is a, a a onesie, a bright a red onesie with the Atlanta Hawks logo on it, and it says Sandy underneath. This is truly oh incredible. My God. This is, uh, this is a Hall of Fame gift right here. This oh, is great. truly incredible. Well, that that's from Julie and myself. The third one is just from me. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I can't, Julie. I, I can't believe it. This is amazing. The third is one amazing. is just from Tom, not from Julie. Just want to. Okay, open this last. Okay, this is just from Tom. Okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm spe- it's Tom, I'm speechless. I mean, this is just like uh, this is this is this is very very generous. Um, it's a um, uh, it's a check from Tom to Sandy for thirty seven million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is wow. I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, thank you. This is Tom, uh, Julie. I look. I we did we got a onesie and a, a thing. <laughs> and the the four line says, "Have a good one on me." <laughs> On the memo, I figured I'd 
Just something just from me. 37 mil to get how, the how kids' life started. How much are your forever dog payouts more than mine? I think they might be. If I'm writing checks for 37 mine, half, million. Half of them are just invoices. and They're asking yeah. me for money. At first, I got an invoice and it was just like, here's what you owe us. I'm like, what? But no, I figured I would start Sandy's life off right. 37 mil head start. I mean, this will take care of his his most of his dad's uh, debt, so that's a good start right there. Most um, of his dad's most. debt. So you're over thirty seven million. What are you doing? What are you? What, what's going on this, over this there? It's been a rough it, one. It's Atlantic City. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at this check. Everything is the dates correct. There's a signature. Uh, the it's filled out correctly. Brett, you rip that up in I'm front done. of yeah. me. Brett, Brett, you, if you rip want, that up. Brett, uh, that check is good. That check is good. No, it's oh boy. That check is good. I just want Brett to bounce it and have to pay like thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Brett to like. He'll be like, "Well, I got thirty-seven million in the banks. So let me buy this boat. I guess I can buy this boat with a check." And then he writes a check just for a boat. Then that bounces, and he's just like, he'll go on a spending spree. He'll be like, "Well, I got thirty-seven million in the bank. I could probably spend eight million today." And then that still leaves like. Eight million. That still leaves like twenty nine million for Sandy. I mean, it's the weekend. Maybe if I mobile deposit this, I can get away. You know, I get away with. Uh, I can. You yeah. can't mobile deposit anything over thirty five. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no, but seriously, the check. Don't deposit that check, Brad. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm going to frame this check. It's going to go on the wall. Okay. Good. It'll be like you know, restaurants when they get their first dollar bill, they put it up on the wall. I'm going to put this up on the wall in the kitchen. I, I want to say though, in all seriousness, thank you so much. This is this is truly thoughtful. Uh, uh, I I just I, I I don't have words. I really appreciate you guys uh, thinking thinking of uh, uh, Sandy in this way and sending this stuff over. Uh, you're you're the best in the biz, uh, and not just the best in the biz. That goes without saying. You're also the the truly. Uh, and I'll say this to everybody out there: when I whenever Forever Dog, I can't well, not now, but whenever 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 I'm out of this business, I will I will spill my guts in a second. I'll tell you all the stories how I'll tell you all the worst people, all the worst things they did. But these two right here, I swear to God, the nicest people I've worked with yeah. in this whole That's fucking true. thing. <gasps> I, I can't because I, I mean it. I'm serious, no, I, and that is that. I'm not just saying that because of the it's like it, bar none nicest people I've worked with. I'm just uh, I'm just thank you as thank as you. nice as they are funny and and, and as a very high bar because uh, of how funny they are. So well, we, love you, yes. we love yes. you, Brett. We love yes. you. we love thank you. But, so uh, much. But all this is true. We our kindness is only our, our kindness is only matched by our hilariousness and our erotic power and our erotic power. My giant knockers, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Et cetera. And, I, and I'm also serious. I will spill my guts on all the bad ones too. So whoever, uh, any book agents out there, uh, start getting those, start getting those deals ready. Cause I will, yeah. I will spill, I will spill out everything. Like what, what, what? like other hosts. Julie. I'm just, I was saying like, in contrast to you guys, you know, not everybody really? is in your, is in your class. Who's hurting you? Julie. I just got to wait. Something. You have to wait for the book. Julie. Should we go? What? I think this is like a threat from him that he's like, he's this like, don't ever, do be, us, don't ever be mean to me or you'll be in the book. Also, it's I think fine. he's threat, straight up threatening us. I can handle it. Gonna be a Linda trip of podcasting. Watch out.
Brett, you didn't show you didn't show Amy the Brett. present. Amy just walked by. He's on mute, so it's like we're watching a silent movie. Look at this. This is nice. It's like home videos when you see just like people not talking but just laughing and enjoying their lives. I know. What if we saw what if we saw Amy, we're watching Brett hold up the onesie and he's laughing mm-hmm. and having a good time. What if we saw Amy stomp out mm-hmm. furiously? We're just like, uh oh, I think we just uh yeah. put the cats the in a carrier. Pretty big. Put the cats fight. in a carrier. Yeah. You see you see hose water hit him from off Yikes. camera. Yeah, suddenly just a hose gets sprayed at him. Milkshake gets dumped on his head, and he goes, Hmm, strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Whenever someone realizes the flavor of the thing that they've been assaulted with. Or when they stand there and just wait for the whole thing to get poured out. It's like milkshakes move so slowly. You could avoid 95% of that contents getting dumped on your, get off, get away. Stop it. You just stand there and take, if anybody starts to pour a milkshake, you probably have to keep your arms lowered at your sides and wait till (laughs) the entire milkshake is empty. And also you have to have a full head of hair. You're not allowed to have bald, bald, People no. get because it doesn't it doesn't look as good. Here's the rules of getting milkshakes poured on your head in movies. They have to be strawberry milkshakes. A. Mm-hmm. B. You have to have he- nice thick heads of hair that make the milkshakes look yeah gross. For, for that thing to drip on down. C. The milkshakes have to be nice and thick. What are the other ones? You have mm-hmm. to stand still. Yeah, those are the. I think those are the rules to getting a milkshake dumped on your head. Yeah. Brett, did you leave? Brett, oh, no, Brett. I'm here. I'm just check out the baby cam. What's he doing? The Macarena? Yeah, he's sleeping. Oh, my God. What if what if you looked and it was like and it was like the dancing baby from Allie McBeal and oh. you realized Sandy was out on the town. He Ferris Bueller'd you <laughs> and put put that on. You're just like, like, oh, baby looks pretty good. He's yeah. dancing around. Looks kind of like low grade CG. Uh, graphics, but doesn't look anything like our actual baby. Or it's Boss Baby. Sandy oh, figures out how to put Boss Baby on the, the yeah. baby cam. Sandy just slides a laptop in playing Boss Baby in front of the camera, and Brett's just like watching Boss Baby saying, "Like our kid is so smart. Look at how smart our kid is. He's got a little, he's got a little iPhone. He's buying stocks on it or whatever Boss Baby does. <laughs> what does Boss Baby do?" So they have a baby that turns out to be some sort of like. Yeah. What's the premise of Boss Baby? Brett, what's the premise of Boss Baby? Brett. 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 Yes. Can we get a a synopsis on Boss Baby? Oh, yeah. Let me get that. Yeah. Let me cue that up. One second. And also, do we have uh, we have uh, any? Uh, oh, we got some team? great clips. No, no, I've, been all, I've been off my I've been off my Segway game. We should already got to all these clips, but do I've been we, missing Segways left and right. You like said it. You said it. When are we getting? We did not say it. It's October now, Brett. When are we getting John Cassier on the show? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I was I was legitimately going to go after him for October, but I remember last week uh, you had talked about getting a uh, Crypt Keeper uh, uh, impersonator, yeah. Uh, oh, which yeah. I kind of like that idea. You know, Kasir at this point is pretty is pretty this? much dead to me. So how yeah. about this? How about this? It's an and, not an or. How about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. How about we just throw Crypt, as many Crypt things Olympics. as we can yeah. into the see what sticks to the wall? This is what I would like. You go get a Crypt Keeper impersonator, mm-hmm. and they record. A version of Smells Like Teen Spirit uh, with the Nirvana baby 
except it's called smells like dead bodies and it's like <laughs> and it's like it's like uh the crypt I keep is nice and clean. It's got all bodies in. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what that's what I would like to happen on the show. A crypt keeper impersonator recording smells like dead bodies with or without the Nirvana baby. Nirvana baby with or without the that. Nirvana baby. We're not interested in yeah. contributing to that guy's trauma. Yeah. Got it. So let me see, make sure I got this right. So we want to get a Crypt Keeper impersonator to record uh, live on the show, record uh, yes, this, this he, Nirvana parody. We're, yes, we're going to need okay. to give him direction. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then bring John Kassir on to kind of just listen to this or be, no. be there as yeah, well. Or yeah, he won't, yeah, we're not going to let him talk. No, John Kassir, as far as I'm concerned, John Kassir can pound walnuts. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's had his chance to be a part we of this family. Him, we invite him Take on and we, we keep him muted the whole time. Mm-hmm. We make yeah. him watch. Maybe we get Butch Patrick if he's doing another one of his no mask uh, horror show events. Like he was, <laughs> he was like, like he was last he, October. He was like, hey, I'm touring. <laughs> yeah. Before there was a vaccine. Yeah. And he's like, hey, he's I'm at in. a horror convention. We're just like, dude, you sure you want to be at that horror convention? I'm in Bacteriaville. Yeah. Bow down on it. Boo. Bow down on it. Right? That'll be the down down on it. Like the um, no, that was a little. That was the spookiest thing of last Halloween was whether or not Butch, Butch Patrick pa- was going to die in the yeah, parking lot. Butch Patrick being a super spreader at a super he spreader. Was like, event. He was like, I'm so excited the country's open. Oh, the plot of Boss Baby. All right, let's see. Let me see if we, should we try to guess it first, or did yes. you read it? I did not read it. I was gonna. Me neither. I was gonna guess that it's a body switch kind of thing. I'm gonna guess. You say it's a body switch thing that, like a like an executive switches with. Yeah, the baby. like maybe a CEO switches bodies with a baby to learn a lesson about okay. like not being a greedy pig. I'm gonna say that they this family of 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 uh this non this non corporate family has a baby that turns out to be like some weird like weird executive type baby, and they don't know what the heck is going on with their own so like, kid. Like family ties. Like family like they ties. They have an Alex P. Keaton, and they're like, "Oh no, we're hippies." Exactly. It's an Alex P. Ke- it's a family ties Alex P. Keaton version of a story. Is what I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. I mean, Great. Honestly, honestly, both better movies. But here, here's the actual plot of uh, Boss Baby. And uh, uh, a new baby's arrival impacts a family, told from the point of view of a delightfully unreliable narrator, a uh, seven-year-old named Tim. Uh, the the most unusual boss baby, played by Alec Baldwin, arrives at Tim's home in a taxi wearing a suit and carrying a briefcase. The instant sibling rivalry uh, between them must be put aside when Tim discovers that boss baby is actually a spy on a secret mission. Uh, and only he can help thwart a dastardly plot that involves an epic battle between puppies uh, and babies. Yeah, that sounds awful, even by like <laughs> six-year-olds' entertainment standards. What? Sounds like a little kid came up with that and just like, and then a baby comes, <laughs> and then the baby's a spy, and then but the baby is in a thing to try to fight the puppies and the babies, and then and like some DreamWorks person's writing it down frantically, being like, "This is good." <laughs> 
And then my name Tim is there, and then the boss baby, and then are puppies the villains? What kind of children's movie is that? I don't. This makes no. This makes no sense. I'm sure you'll learn when it becomes Sandy's favorite movie, and you'll have to watch it 20 times a day. I, well, uh, speaking of children's entertainment, uh, I uh, that's uh, what, my one Brett. Of the, that's the Brett is, I know back. and love. Finally, he's, he's back. back. Finally, one of the uh, the first clip I got for you here. I have been, you know, uh, uh, immersing myself in the world of children's entertainment, trying to find things. You know, Sandy's too young to kind of, you know, uh, for that right now, but trying to line stuff up, you know, books and movies and music mm-hmm. and get it all ready, get the whole uh, catalog of stuff ready for him to enjoy. Um, and it was I was nice enough. One of our listeners, uh, Ian, Ian sent me in this uh, a suggestion. Uh, it was an HBO series that, that came out in 1999 called Happy. Happily ever after fairy tales for every child. And each episode of this is like a different fairy tale retold with a a cast of celebrity voices. And I took a look at the uh, chicken little one and I was like, you know, just for my own fun, let me, let me see who the voice actors are on this chicken little one. Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. Is he chicken little? Uh, Jason Alexander is not, is not in this. Uh, That, that would be uh, that that would that would make some semblance some sense. I, I was I was to be honest pretty pretty shocked by the voice actors they chose for this. Uh, Robert for this Blake. Series. Hey, Ken I'm Chicken Little. But don't tell me it's Kevin Spacey. Is it Kevin Spacey? No, no, not Kevin Spacey. I mean the double meaning of chicken mm-hmm. and little is too much. I went down to Freddy's to get some chicken little the other day. Freddy, made Freddy. The best Freddy. <laughs> Freddy. Who did that first? Did I do that first? I, you did I, or it first. did you do No, you I do the I best, did. Freddy. You and do the best. You, and then you were like imitating me doing it. Yeah, I just I took think. your and impression. Then I was of it. imitating you. No, it's a collaboration. Yeah, it's a real collaboration. You figured the impression out. I that's stole not true. No, that's not how things work. Oral histories are beautiful, they build upon. What what are we watching, Brett? What is this? All right, so this is uh, this is the end credits. Uh, I just wanted to see who the voice actors are in this chicken little thing. Uh, it starts out fairly uh, f- fairly normally here, and then takes a takes a pretty sharp turn. So here we go. Here are the credits of this chicken little show on HBO. He's Don't tell me, Jason Jerry Sandusky's doing a voice falling, on this one. The sky is falling. <laughs> and look who's getting in on the act. Mary Hart is Lucy Goosey. Oh. Get real, you silly drumstick. Alan Dershowitz is Turkey Lurkey. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, stop. Please. Alan Dershowitz. As Turkey Lurkey? Oh, my what God. What is happening at HBO? That guy yeah. probably, person who cast him probably, like, couldn't afford his lawyer bill. Yeah, just like Alan. What if we, uh, what if I swing some of the money? You know, you always wanted to do a cartoon, right? You always said. I could get you to do turkey lurkey. I'll just, you jump the line on the casting with it. You get to do the thing. And then <laughs> you maybe we waive some of this debt I got. Alan M. Dershowitz as yeah. turkey lurkey. Okay. All right. This I'm is just the, be- just the beginning here. I don't have there. any tattoos yet. <laughs> but I really want to get this. That, that would be an amazing tattoo. This is an amazing tattoo. With that '90s font, the screen, sh- the screen, like the credit screen title that just yeah. says Alan M. Dershowitz, and it's in like a cartoony font, yeah. and there's a little yeah. picture of the character as Turkey Lurkey. Okay, who's next? All right, here we go. 
Gobble, gobble, read my beat. Renowned politico Geraldine Ferraro and New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani are two uptown squirrels. What is happening? What is happening in this in this casting office? And the QAnon shaman plays uh <laughs> plays Rumpelstiltskin. Don't say Rumpelstiltskin, Brett. We'll get wait, excited. wait. Now we're talking. Brett will get too excited. <laughs> Don't say that, Tom. Brett's this gonna go into his Rumpelstiltskin like, like greenlit scenes. Yeah. The husband and wife on their front lawn with machine guns play. <laughs> who, are they, who are they in? Those who are they assholes, in this? Those two assholes from Missouri, Santa play Claus like- and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> You know what I would have loved to have done if I was there? If I could go mm-hmm. back in time, I wouldn't mm-hmm. go. First thing I'd do, I'd go back in time. First thing I'd do, Hitler. Kill Hitler. Kill Hitler. Hitler. You're right. Or at here. least or at least read him the riot act. At least like give him a significant amount of time on the naughty step. Yeah. I'd go back. I'd Valkyrie his ass. I'd take Hitler out. Second thing I would do mm. would be. Go back to that that march when those guys were all when the when the protesters were walking past these dimwits mansion, and they were out there with their machine guns. I'd come right at them. I'd be like, I I dare you. I know this guy. You know this guy can't even pull a trigger on that thing accurately. He probably ended up mowing his wife down before he hit an actual target he wanted to hit. Like he'd like spin all over. He'd like pull the thing. It would send them flying backwards. (laughs) Like a fire hose. Yeah. What else would you do? With a time I'd inve- machine? I'd, I'd invest in crypto. Probably. I would invest in crypto. Um, yeah, I'd probably go back. I'd be one of the first 10 uh, uh, Lula Row salespeople because <laughs> then I would be at the top of that pyramid. Yeah. So I'd do that. I would steal all the Beatles songs. Ooh, that's a that's a good idea. Suddenly you're like, it's like 1960. Like you, where would you go back to? 1960? Suddenly you're 1960. Oh, do it in the, no, do it in the 40s. Be like, it's hard days night. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be just like, what? Who is this? So suddenly you go back. You're like, she came in through the bathroom window. And I could just do, I could just do honey pie. That, that's like a single. Mm-hmm. That's number one on the charts. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Yeah, you go back to 1940. Mm-hmm. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. Then I stop and I turn then and I, I go, for, then a I go ride. for a ride. So you'd go back and you'd you'd 40s up the Beatles catalog. <laughs> It'd be so easy. It would be pretty easy. It'd be so easy. But I'd love to get my, I'd love to go one-on-one with that clown in the pink polo shirt on that front lawn you got a machine yeah. gun i got nothing but my but my hands my Fist feet and my wits and Fist i'll take you out i'll say to him right now you got a machine gun i don't but you got to mm-hmm. but if i get that machine gun from you i'm gonna inglorious bastards you right into sawdust right when they're uh, shooting hitler in the box seats yeah i i re- 
I remember gasping. I remember gasping when that, like when that was wow the movie was ending. I was just it's the best. I was it's like the best. There was like a good minute where I was like, oh, hold God, on a second. Whole, so Hitler's yeah. dead now. Yeah. Well, not only is Hitler dead, but like Eli Roth's face is lit up like a birthday cake, just like mm-hmm. blowing more and more holes into him like Swiss cheese, even though he's already dead. Now tell me, as as great as that movie is. Yes. If it had gone the way that Tarantino wanted it to. Yes. Think about Adam Sandler as the bear Jew. I love it. Think about what I'd love it. I'd love it no matter what. I'd love that too. I'd love it. And in like, in is he in like Zohan shape? I I would think so because he's he commits. I love it. I Um, absolutely love it. I love it. I love everything about it. Yes. Right. The answer is yes. We got a shot by Hitler. Hey, shot really. Uh, hey, Hitler. Um, yeah. Let's let's uh let's hear more of these credits, please. Kristen Cinema. Kristen Cinema. Kristen and introducing Kristen Cinema's Lucy Goosey. Hi. New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Our two uptown squirrels. I didn't know you spoke bird, Earl. <laughs> I picked it up from that owl who lives on the Upper East Branch. Johnny Cochran is Foxy Woxy. What? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Reverend Jesse Jackson is Cocky Locky. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bacon. And Henry Kissinger is Police Chief Ducky Daddles. <laughs> giving all of you speeding tickets. It's a story. What is wrong with humans yeah this is this is making a case for the end of earth is what you're doing when i see this are these real characters from the fairy tale like cocky locky oh my god yeah this is unbelievable this uh, whole and gavin mcginnis is doodly boodly Yeonopolis yeah. Waka Jawaka. That's a Frank Zappa <laughs> album is Waka Jawaka. Waka Jawaka. They yeah. just start listing Zappa Zappa albums. They're, <laughs> they're like Rich, they're like Richard yeah. Spencer as Lumpy mm-hmm. Gravy. Yeah. And Mike Lindell as Baby Bear. I tried to sleep. I got my pillow. My pillow is very good for sleeping. It's made in America. But I really need to investigate the vote count in Idaho. 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 This this dope is so off his rocker now that he's going to count the votes in states that Trump won. <laughs> we really need Idaho. to do a recount in Idaho. Let him go to Idaho, please. Fine. Great. Idaho. I'm all in favor of Michael Lindell going to Idaho. Idaho. That's a great idea. Idaho. So, um... Uh, another thing that every, you know, we, this kind of came up earlier, but another thing that every parent has to consider when they have a kid is, you know, how am I going to financially capitalize on this kid's existence? You know, how am I going to, how mm. am I going to benefit? How am I going to, how am I going to pad my bank account, uh, mm. uh, you know, with this, this new kid I have. And um, Kelsey Grammer came up with a kind of innovative solution to that. Uh, he has started an entire um, brewery and a beer line that he has said was inspired by his daughter and he has named after her. Um, and it is called uh, Faith, the Faith American Brewing Company. This is this is Kelsey Grammer's newest venture. Is he has started the Faith American Brewing Company? 
Um, and let me share uh, this website here. This is the uh, faithamericanbrewingcompany.com. And he's got a little message here uh, on the on the homepage about, about the beer that My he makes. thoughts about Faith American Ale cuts through dust? What? My thoughts about Faith American Ale cuts through <laughs> dust, cuts through a hard day's work, refreshes, slakes a thirst, and it can turn. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, no. Kelsey <laughs> fell off the stage at the Faith American Ale Center. <laughs> what part of the map did he fall off? Was it like closer to Texas, Oklahoma, or was it like. Because that's where the Kelsey Grammar like museum should be. Whatever part of the country that like he slit, tripped over mm-hmm. on that map. And for those of you who don't know, Kelsey Grammer once did stand up on a stage that was shaped like the United States. Yes. Brett Davis does such a good Kelsey Grammer impersonation. It is so funny. <laughs> Kelsey Beer Grammer. That, yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say he's one. He's again. He's one of these people that people attribute intelligence to because right. he because he portrays intelligent people in yes. the movies he gets hired. Meanwhile, his only intelligence comes from his ability to retain words that he regurgitates back in an authoritative fashion. Beer that tastes like beer. Tell I, me I still you. can't get over cuts through dust. What are you using it like pledge? Yes, it's our beer is used as it is lemon pledge. You can <laughs> you can clean your counter with it or you can relax after a hard day's work with our beer. Not sweet or like a malted drink. You mean a malted? What yeah. are you talking about? Like a malted drink. Not like when you go to the soda shop and meet Archie and Veronica to enjoy a malted drink. Yes, you go down straws to with shop. someone with whom you're going steady. And Reggie's there, and Mr. Weatherby, and Moose, and all the rest. And And Mrs. Grundy, and Jughead. And Jughead, and then also Casper the Friendly Ghost, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina, naturally, and Richie Rich, who people say that Casper is a dead version of Richie Rich, and I actually see where they're coming from. I actually understand. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Actually, I was a child. I was wondering whether Richie Rich was the living version of Casper the ghost. And I often would, Oh, good Lord. (laughs) If you tripped and fell Tom in front of an audience, would, Oh, good Lord be the first thing that came out of your mouth. I don't think it would be for me. Oh, good Lord. As like an (laughs) involuntary response. That's what I'm saying. Like Like, that. That was the tip of his tongue is disconcerting to me. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) This is what I, I would go. Ah, or I would go like, fuck shit, crap. That's a, that's what I would be like. Be like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. You stupid idiot. You can't walk. What's your problem? <laughs> Anybody see that? All right, let me put a fake smile on my face as if I think this is hilarious. And, and then he was like, I'm saw okay. it, they think I'm in on the, I think it's funny too. <laughs> like, I want to go okay. die. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm Remember laughing it up too like, over here. I'm okay. <laughs> I know everybody's heard this, but just for reference. It's a trip through it's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter. <laughs> Still the all-time champ. <laughs> I, I think I'm I I think I'm. Oh, oh my god! Oh, good lord! 
Well, I came up with the idea for a beer company when I was watching, uh, I was reading a Jughead comic and I realized that Jughead, oh, good Lord. <laughs> they asked me about playing Mr. Weatherby for the uh, Archie movie and I realized that this was a great chance to do a character. Oh, good Lord. What is this, Brett? What is this? Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, so this uh, it will, uh, and I just want to be clear: the, 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 this beer label, it, this isn't a Newman's Own uh, situation. This isn't a uh, all proceeds go to charity uh, kind of company. Uh, th- this is a for profit beer label named after his daughter. Uh, but but also uh, the the meaning. Uh, I was reading some other interviews, and he also talks about how he quote still has faith in America, and then goes into uh, all his uh, euphemistic uh, right wing bullshit. So so faith American has multiple meanings. His daughter name his politics all combined together uh and and he's been doing a lot uh, a lot of press uh, for the launch of this beer and and this here th- this is a tv spot he did for some show called uh in depth in depth with graham ben bensinger does he, need graham money? Bensinger. he can't need money he can't need money why does he do this he needs money he's got two shows in syndication that are very very popular he can't need money does he need money yeah i he mean it's like money. what are we he doing? must need money yeah, he must need money he must need money. Kelsey, if you want us to lend you any money, let us know. Seriously, we're here. We'll, we'll see what we can do. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. I'm about a, to be flush. I was going to say, I know there's a three week old that you could probably get 37 million from <laughs> yeah. if you play your cards right. <laughs> then I borrowed $37 million from a three week old and I realized, oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a fair amount of debt at the time, and I uh, heard an offer on a podcast on the Forever Dog Network where a 37, $37 million was in possession of a three-week-old, and I, oh, good Lord. <laughs> what is this? All what? right, so this is, uh, he's given a tour of his, like, his, uh, he does all this brewing, this beer brewing up in the Catskills, so he's doing a tour of his property and his tavern, uh, and he's there, there's there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a Garth Brooks vibe to this if you remember our Garth Brooks episode, but this is uh, 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 Kelsey out out in the out in the wonders of nature giving a tour of his property. Kelsey Grammer has traded in the bright lights for starry nights nestled in the Catskill Mountains. He took us on a tour of his scenic 500-acre property on a cold, windy day with the rain barely holding out. How, how often do you uh, come out here? Oh, just about every day when I'm here. You know, this is what I like to do. For just the peace and tranquility? Yeah, it's just having up here, man. Yeah, it's just heaven up here, man. This place is, this is, this is heaven to me. This is where I This is just an open field where, like, somebody would shoot you in the head and leave the body for bears to eat you. He's driving through the most meaningless field you've ever seen in history. It's just an empty plot of land. Nothing to look at. It's so boring as can be. There's no way he finds this this interesting. This is a horror movie waiting to happen. It's just heaven to come up here, man. And, and he's wearing like he's tractor. wearing gloves that like those gloves are for murder. Murder. Yeah. No, he looks like he's like the definition of this. Imagine the person that actually has to go like take care of things on this on this farm, watching this and being like, oh yeah, he works so hard here, like. He just, it just, somebody actually has to get up at three in the morning to make this farm sustainable. It's not him. I ain't no doesn't look like a far. It doesn't look like a farm yet. It looks like the rural version of a parking lot. It's just yeah, like empty they land. They didn't pave he, it yet. 
Right. And he's in like Catskills drag. He's wearing a flannel shirt and gloves and a baseball hat like he's going to friggin pick an apple or something. Why does it make you emotional? I don't know. It's, you know it's, I guess one of the things that, you know, happens when you have uh, family. And, you know, we all have, you know, bad times, hard times. Uh, but there are so many good times, too. And they're to be cherished and remembered and, and honored and memorialized in this way. Well, you see, they can see that view there, and that's just, that's just fantastic. <laughs> In the Serenity is where his young daughter, Faith, helped provide the inspiration for his new beer label. Well, I was up there walking with Faith and uh, our, our buddy and, uh, and Kate, actually, and they were talking, and Faith and I went out into the field a little bit, and he just happened to snap a picture, and that's, that's the picture that's on the cans. The picture uh, is on the cans. It's just an open field. Look at this photo of it's yeah. It's like what is this on a bag of Scott's lawn care? Are we gonna, <laughs> are we gonna open this thing? Get a mouthful of lawn it's seed? For, it's Miracle Grow. Yeah, Miracle. It's like I've seen. Yeah, looks like. Yeah, what's that one beer I like so much? Oh, the one that looks like Miracle Grow. Oh, that's Kelsey Grammer's beer. What? Mmm, yum yum. Mm. Oh, the guy yum, from Fraser. And cheers. And cheers and money, money plane. Right. This is the barn. This is the the uh, the famous old uh, rough dairy farm barn uh, where they used to. I don't know how many head of cattle they had in here, but probably a couple of hundred. It was a big. Uh, the machinery we took out of it when I when I bought the barn down here. We're talking about um, doing something with uh, with barley. That's one idea. Uh, otherwise, it's. Changed. What is he talking about? This is like he barely knows what he's talking about. It's like. He's faking his way through all of this. Oh, no, there's a bit for cattle. I mean, who knows how many? Probably a couple hundred <laughs> would be in here. Oh, a couple hundred? Yeah. And we're thinking about doing something with barley over here. And this is, we looked at this and we decided we'd turn this into something. We said, uh, make it a brewery. He could have marketed this as, oh, good Lord, beer. Mm-hmm. The beer to drink when it's time to fall down. Right? Like what the beer that makes you fall down. <laughs> oh good lord. That's good beer. <laughs> oh good beer. <laughs> I got so happens? drunk on your beer, Kelsey, I fell down and said, Oh good lord. That's the idea. So this is uh this is the top of the bar. The structure really like. is just so compelling to me. It, it reminds me of an upside down, like, you know, Viking ship or something, or one of the great barges. Or He's so Mark dumb. <laughs> he is so, he is so, he is so impressively sort of not smart the- and is so convinced he's wildly interesting and intelligent. Mm-hmm. This kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of a pirate ship here or something. <laughs> upside down. An upside down pirate ship. Oh, does it? You know, I'm in this house with a pointy roof. It kind of reminds me of an upside-down seesaw. This house is, uh, this part also reminds me of kind of like an upside-down roller coaster. (laughs) When you go upside-down on a roller coaster. uh, This this bathtub sort of reminds me of an upside-down hat. This truly is hellish, by the way, Brett. Beer. This makes me want a beer. Do you want a Faith American? You're going to crack open a nice cold Faith American? No. 
Well, we got an email from one of our listeners this week. This just came in. I, I saw it just before we went. Uh, we started recording. Uh, one of our listeners, um, uh, Juan, went to a, a a a like meet and greet that Kelsey Grammer was doing uh, for this Faith American Ale, and he During wore COVID. It, uh, oh. he, he wore his. I mean, it looks like everybody's masked. This is just in a grocery oh, that's store. Good. Okay. And uh, he wore a Duda, uh, one of our Duda shirts. Oh, uh, my God. To this, oh, my God. Look this. how close he was. That's so cool. He had a double thread T-shirt on with Duda. And he, and he circled Kelsey Grammer in the background. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty close. That's awesome. Let's see. He said, uh, I was excited to learn that Kelsey Grammer would be doing an in-store beer can signing of his craft beer today. Uh, I got there around 2.15, expecting about 20 people in line. There were hundreds of people, and the line oh snaked God. through the entire store. Um, wow. He kind of gave up on standing in the line. It was too long. Uh, and then he got this shot of uh, with Kelsey in the background. Uh, I'll well, put this. Yeah, I'm going to say this is now officially a contest, is who can get closest to Kelsey Grammer wearing a double threat T-shirt? Yes, and just get close to him. Don't do anything stupid. You don't have to say anything to him. Well, the only thing you say to him is doodah. Yeah, go doodah. Just Take go. a photo with you. And then as soon as he goes, yes, go doodah. Yeah, that's, that's the only the thing. that's the contest. And so far, Juan wins. So Well, yeah, so far, Juan's in the lead on this And you contest. have to wear a mask. I don't want you getting COVID from Kelsey Grammer. No. This is awesome. Thank you, Juan. All right. Thank you, Juan. That's amazing. Um, so the uh, the last clip we've got. Uh, speaking of masks, uh, the last clip we've got we've got for you today. Uh, let's let's lighten our spirits a little bit before we before we head out here. Um, this uh, this clip, you know, again, I was looking for. I'm always on the lookout now for stuff to do. You know, I'm trying. To, I'm even starting to think about birthday ideas for 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 my kid for later on down the road. What what are some fun birthdays I can do? And uh, this was sent to us. Um, uh, it's a birthday party. Uh, the the it's a uh, a young girl's birthday party. She looks to be about four or five years old, and she is a huge fan of Michael Myers from the Halloween movies. She loves I, Michael Myers. I, I did see this. This is I amazing. saw this too. It's really cute. This is so great. Uh, it's a little visual, so I'll put it up on the social so you can check it out there. Um, but she's a huge fan of Michael Myers, so they got a, a uh, somebody to play Michael Myers to come uh, to the birthday party and uh, to kind of announce that he was coming. They started playing the Halloween theme song over the loudspeakers. And that's where we pick it up. And for people um, who aren't sure which one Michael Myers is in the mo- in the Halloween movies, he's the murderer. I love him. <laughs> I love him. And you see Michael Myers off in the distance. Hiding behind a shrub or <laughs> oh, that's really run! cute. <laughs> run, mommy, run! And now Michael Myers picks her up. Mm-hmm. I love it. In, yeah. in a non-menacing way. Yes, he so picks Brett, up this is her what a I, This is what I need you to do, Brett. Yes. In no way are you to condition Sandy to love Leatherface. <sighs> Thank you. Julie, you took the words right out of my mouth. If this is meant to be some kind of like training video, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I don't want to look five years from now, see some birthday, and suddenly Leatherface comes out and Sandy still wearing the onesie. And by the way, who who do you think is playing Leatherface? Yeah. 
You can see his goatee through the like leather, yeah. uh, you know, openings around the mouth. You know, I think it's going to be Gary. Gary's got time. Oi, you want me to do leather face, eh? You tell no. me, Brit. He's I'll like, do- whether or not you want me to. Yeah, I was going to show up at your party as Leatherface anyway. This works out perfectly. <laughs> I, I was going to three other kids' birthday parties as Leatherface today. I'll, I'll fit, just leave I'll, the mask yeah, on. I'll fit Sandy into my my schedule. So who am I doing? I'm going over to the, the geezer wearing the, uh, the Atlanta Hawks onesie. And the <laughs> propeller beanie. <laughs> no, that was a sweet that was a sweet clip and I like that one a lot. And I also like that pinball design a lot. Oh my Holy gosh. moly. Steve Winchell. Steven Winchell. Thank you very much. Steven Winchell. Steven Winchell outdid himself. You knocked it out of the park. Oh, my Holy friend. Holy moly. My God. Steven Winchell submitted, not that it's a contest, but maybe mm. it should be, mm-hmm. to get some fire under your heinies to submit some art that we can make merch out of. And mm-hmm. holy cannoli, mm-hmm. Steven Winchell, I will say his name three times, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, or Candyman. Or candy. Well, he's the candy man and that he delivers mm-hmm. something so sweet to me. And it mm-hmm. is a design of the double threat pinball machine. And the two of us look like horrifying ventriloquist dummies from hell. It's perfect. It's so good. And Stephen Winchell has previously done the Beavis and Butthead design. Oh and he did God. the uh, the band on the run design. So this is this is a real wow. T-Public all-star right here. Yeah, I'm just killing the it. real deal. Stephen, we are going to review your file. And consider you for the double threat hall of heroes yeah wow we have that do we have it for sale yet is it for sale it'll be for sale uh when this episode airs it will be for sale uh so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash double dash thread or click on the link in the show notes and grab that pinball shirt or sweatsh a hoodie yeah we also cool can somebody consider doing a shirt of Kelsey Grammer's beer and making it that he's that it's meant for you. It says, Oh, good beer. And it's him falling, holding one of mm-hmm. his beers as if he had one in his hands when he fell off that stage. Yeah. Redesign his beer label. Yeah. So it says, Oh, good beer. And then we send that to Kelsey Grammer. Then he, we get him mad. We also have to do an I'm out shirt. Yeah. I'm I'm out. I'm out. Well, this was a truly fun episode. This is a good one. And it's Halloween month, so send us spooky things. Yes. We'll do some spook clips, right? Yeah, send us some spooky clips, some Halloween clips. Um and yeah, we've got and, some and- real f- and no home invasion. No home <laughs> so invasion funny. stuff. Brett's got it's 19 so movies to watch. I, I think I'm going to watch them all. I'm going to really confront this head on mm, this month. It's great. it's it's long overdue. I got to get, you know. Like it would be like, look the, what if they just, what, what are they going to do next? One that just says arson and have like movies about arson. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. what a just weird. Dismemberment. Yeah. A weird thing to zero in on home invasion. 
criteria and rules. Well, thank you, my friends. We'll be back next week. We have a fun guest next week. It's going to be good. And we will be back with more fun and family. Yeah. And I'm sorry, really are... quick before we, I'm sorry. Wait, really hold quick. on. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, so, I'm saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was going to say something. We're your family now. Yeah. Go ahead. We're your family now. Go ahead, Brian. We're your family now. Really quickly before we go, I've been looking for this. Uh, this this was sent to us a long time ago on a prompt. Uh, somebody added a water splash sound effect to Kelsey Grammer falling, and I just have to play this because it's okay. really good. Trip through it's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter. <laughs> amazing. Oh. That's perfect. <laughs> that was Kevin. Graham. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be and- back next week. Rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends and tweet about us. Tell your not tell your not really friends, your social yes. media friends. Absolutely. Don't bother your real friends with this stuff. We'll see you next week. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.